Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score, the Minnesota Wild 3 and the San Jose Sharks 2. Sharks have lost five of their last six games, and they need to stop the bleeding very quickly with another game in Minnesota on Saturday night. Time now to tell you how it all happened at Excel Energy Center. It started off really well for the Sharks. On a sort of weird play coming up the ice, Dean Evison, the head coach of the Minnesota Wild and former Shark himself, was not very happy with the way that his team executed as Tomas Hurdle got the puck on his stick and the rest was all him. Down the left side, here come the Sharks. A quick shot from the left wing. They score! Oh, what a play down the left wing side. The San Jose Sharks in the offensive zone getting control of the puck. And somehow Cam Talbot gets beaten on the play. Tomas Hurdle just on the ice on the change. Beat everybody to it. From the left circle, he drills it home. Sharks won. Wild nothing. That was as good as it got, really, for the Sharks in this game. Hurdle scoring from Shimek and Mark Edward Vlasic, the latter returning to action after missing the previous five games. Time of the goal, 3:32. It was Hurdle's 13th of a season. After that, it was pretty much all Minnesota. The Wild would take advantage of a Sharks miscue that occurred at 9.30 of the first period, and former Sharks draft pick Nick Benino would tie it up. Minnesota shoots into the Sharks zone. San Jose can't get it. Quick shot there. They score. Nick Benino, the high forward, intercepting on the flub play by the Sharks in the defensive zone after the dump-in. Not much of a chance for Martin Jones. And now it's Bob Bugner's turn to shake his head as the game is tied at one with Nick Benino getting the goal. Nick Benino unassisted his sixth of the season at 9.30, tied the game at one. That was a case of a little miscommunication for the second consecutive game behind the net. Kevin LeBanc may be hurrying the pass into some traffic where Radim Shimek took the puck off of his skate or his shin pad. He reached out, tried to stretch out to grab it, and inadvertently poked it to a nice spot for Benino to snipe it. Yeah, just a little miscommunication there and, and a, 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 not a very good play by LeBanc kind of to reverse that uh, to Shimmick. I don't think he was really prepared for that. But, uh, you know, just kind of that's the way it went for the Sharks all night. And, uh, you know, just an unfortunate play. I think he was uh, thought VL actually was going to take this one out in the neutral zone and uh, ended up it was Benino that took it and uh, took it all the way to the back of the net. And so the score at that point was the Sharks won, Minnesota won. That's how the first period ended. San Jose was out shooting the Wild 8-4. to There were no penalties. It was a clean game, and the Sharks were very much alive in it. But then in a one-minute and three-second span in the second period, the game really took a different turn. Mats Zuccarello ended up with the puck on the right-wing side of the ice on a change catching the Sharks. Off the faceoff, the Wild flip, and they score! You lose a faceoff, and then the puck's in the back of the net. That is something that's got to concern the Sharks. That's Matt Zuccarello who's going to get that. He grabs in the right circle and he simply beats Martin Jones who was kind of crouching down to try to see the puck in a pile of players. 
And that was a face-off loss for Frederick Handemark and a big, big goal for Caprizo. Pardon me, Zuccarello. Matt Zuccarello getting credit for the goal. Caprizov trying to poke at it, but Zuccarello beating Jones. Time of that goal, 2 minutes, 17 seconds of the second. Right after the change there, the face-off was dropped, as you heard. Matt Zuccarello getting credit for the goal. And Victor Rask, who won the draw, got the only assist. And that was a 50-50 puck, basically, that the Sharks lost the battle on. Yeah, and uh, I think it was Shimmick again there. Unfortunately, uh, not picking on Shimmick too much, trying to, but... Uh... He was the guy there that that was his man right off the draw, and he was just a little late getting there, and uh, just a quick shot off the draw finds its way through Martin Jones' legs, and uh, that was the start. Uh, well, that was continued troubles for the Sharks. It went from bad to worse also in the second period. One minute and three seconds later, when the Sharks were on the ice a little too long, they got in trouble in that long change period, and all of a sudden, a big play in front, and who else but Zach Parisi to get the shot to the net. In front of the Sharks' net. They score! Dumba gives it over to Parisi. And Zach Parisi chips it up top. Perfect pass by Dumba. And again, the Sharks, in the midst of finishing up that line change, get caught. And it's 3-1 Minnesota. Just as quickly as that, Parisi sixth from Dumba and Benino at 320. A 3-1 Minnesota lead over the Sharks. All right, Martin Jones certainly had uh, chances to make some pretty good saves tonight. He can't be blamed for those types of goals against. But he kept the Sharks in it with a big save with about 15-10 left in the third. Three-on-one developing for Minnesota. There's a shot off the goalpost. Rebound, what a save by Martin Jones. He dove down and got the rebound of that play that went off the goalpost. Johansson just can't believe it. Loose puck near boards. Grab. That was something else. Puck rang off the post, popped in front, and Jones dove and arrived in the nick of time as the puck was shoveled through him. A very, very broken play. Yeah, and, uh, you know, just uh, comes across and makes an unbelievable save. And, you know, at that point, you know, just keeping the Sharks in it with a great save like that. But, uh, you know, how many posts do we see tonight, too? Uh, a couple posts. Uh, that was uh, a troubling, troubling spot for the Sharks as well. That it was. Meanwhile... Kevin LeBanc had an opportunity and uh, had a breakaway, but uh, it was stopped by Cam Talbot coming out of the penalty box after he took his customary tripping call at about 9.54 in the third. A little bit later, Logan Couture was in the penalty box for high sticking, just an inadvertent play that resulted in the captain going into the penalty box. And this time, the Sharks would convert shorthanded because of the skill, the power, and the speed of Evander Kane. Breakaway. Moving in. Kane by himself. Score! Evander Kane steals the puck, moves in by himself at center, and scores into the net to make it 3-2. Short-handed goal for Evander Kane, his 17th of a season, unassisted, and that wrapped up the scoring in the game tonight. So the final score was Minnesota 3 and the Sharks 2. Final shots on goal in the third period, 10-7 Sharks. Totals for the game, a rather low total, 22 for the Sharks and 18 for Minnesota. And that's not enough opportunities on net. The Sharks are going to have to figure out a way to stop the Minnesota Wilds defense tomorrow. But the fewest shots on goal they had in the game this season was March the 8th against St. Louis. They had 20 shots on goal. This was pretty close to that, 22. They've got to get closer to around 30-32 if they want to make sure that they come out of the game with two points. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, not getting the offense, and it comes from shots, and, you know, how many times uh, in the last couple games have we been saying, uh, you know what, they got to hit the net, they got to hit the net, and, uh, you know what, tonight, that's even more troubling because they didn't even have the opportunities uh, to, to get the shots on net, so... 
you know, give it give credit to to the wild. They did a good job of keeping the sharks to the outside, but uh, sharks need to to create a little bit more. And another concern, one of your favorite topics, faceoffs. Minnesota won twenty eight, lost eighteen draws. That's sixty one percent. The sharks suddenly are having trouble winning those faceoffs, and uh, you know. Uh, Frederick Handemark, who was inserted into the game uh, because he's a pretty good face-off guy, went 2-5 and five tonight. That's just simply not good enough for what they need to do. And Bob Bugner's got his hands full and maybe his brain full tonight thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, there's a lot of things to think about. And, uh, you know, you look at Gambrell, too, uh, 0 for 6 on the draws. Not uh, good. Uh, no, not, not good at all. So uh, they're going to have to... F- figure that part out of their game as well along with a lot of other things right now too final score minnesota three and the sharks two and now the series is even with three wins apiece between the clubs they'll play tomorrow and they'll play on the 24th of april in san jose tomorrow's game of course will be at xl energy center minnesota ups its record to 26 13 and three they've got 55 points comfortably in third place in the honda west division the sharks again a squandered opportunity as they lose for the fifth time in six games, they're 18-21-4. They still have 40 points. They're still four points out of a playoff spot, but that is a big four points after the last three losses that they have incurred. This is the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.